everyone. Welcome back to the Market Leaders Podcast. I'm David Ackert, and today I'm here with Morgan Ribeiro, who's the Chief Business Development Officer at Waller, Lanson, Dorch, and Davis. Morgan oversees all of marketing and business development at the firm. She's five months into her role. Before that, she was the Executive Director of the Healthcare Department at the firm. She's been at this firm for three years, so I look forward to learning about this fairly significant upward trajectory that she's had in a relatively short period of time. Before her time at Waller, her background was in public affairs and relations at a range of professional services firms. Morgan, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I'm really interested to hear a little bit about the firm first, and then maybe we can dive in and hear a little more about you. So tell us about Waller. Yes. So Waller is a law firm based in Nashville, and we have additional offices in Memphis, Birmingham, and Austin. We have about 230 attorneys across all four offices, majority of which are here in Nashville. And while our offices are located across the South, we service clients all over the country. Uh, We're a corporate law firm, and we focus on clients in the healthcare, financial services, retail and hospitality and manufacturing industries. And we have eight practice groups with a focus on uh, mergers and acquisitions and complex litigation. We have 13 people on our team, including myself. And on the business development side, we're comprised of executive directors and business development managers who provide strategic advice and implement the firm's strategy around core industries. Um, I think this is pretty unique to our firm and that our business development efforts are primarily structured around industries as opposed to practice groups, but of course do continue to service our practice groups as well. And then on the marketing side, we have a director of marketing operations who oversees our team, which includes competitive intelligence, graphic design, events, communications, and marketing technology. My background is I think pretty atypical for a law firm chief business development officer, but I think that that allows me to offer a different perspective uh, to some of the complex opportunities and challenges that law firms and attorneys as individuals face today. My background, as you mentioned, is uh, on the public affairs and communication side. And prior to Waller, I spent my career working at public relations and communications firms. And so in my prior roles, I was in a position where I was not only servicing clients and billing by the hour, but I was also tasked with growing the business. And that's either through organic growth and of existing clients or bringing in new clients for the firm. Uh, So this background is helpful, I think, in my business development role at a law firm, because I too have serviced clients while also developing new business and understand, um, you know, like it is for the attorneys, that it is, it can be a balancing act. I also think that, you know, I was originally uh, recruited to Waller, as you'd mentioned, as the executive director of our healthcare department. And prior to Waller, I had spent about 10 years of my career working in the healthcare industry. So I brought industry expertise, relationships, but also understood the professional services arena. So I was in that position for a little over three years. And uh, healthcare makes up about 50% of our client base here. And it's a primary focus for the firm. And in that role, you know, I really got to know the firm, our attorneys, our staff, our culture, our strategy which is incredibly important in this role as Chief Business Development Officer. The onboarding process is a lengthy one, but already having that background and really knowing the firm was in, has been incredibly helpful as I've transitioned. We have several executive directors and business development managers who oversee our industry efforts. And those roles are multifaceted, and I like to think of them as almost as chief of staff and that they manage the day-to-day of the department, but also have a long-term view and are very strategic in partnering with our attorneys on business development efforts. Well, given that background, I can appreciate how you 
have found yourself in this leadership role in a relatively short period of time, and it's still a relatively new role for you, right? Can you talk a little bit about the process you've gone through to assess needs at Waller and really onboard into this role as Chief Business Development Officer? Yes, yeah, been almost five, a little over five months, actually, since I've taken on this position. And, you know, I spent the first, uh, I'd say, three months or so really just listening and learning. I had been a member of this team and had worked with each individual on the team for several years now. But I thought it was important that I was, as I was taking on this new position and sitting in a new seat, that I really got to learn more about everyone. And on the business development side and with our marketing team as well, that included having one-on-one discussions with every team member, having smaller group meetings, understanding what their roles have been historically, what they think they could be, their perspectives on the team and how we could perform better, where there are opportunities for our team and, and changes that we might need to consider. So that, that was incredibly valuable, uh, really, to get to, to know everyone. And then also on the attorney side, you know, as I had mentioned, I had worked in the healthcare department, but that includes, you know, only half of the firm's attorneys. So going out and meeting with partners that I had not worked with as much and really getting to know them. And, you know, from that, I I gleaned a lot of information. And then I also think that it's incredibly important just to learn more about the vendors that we work with and the technologies that we have in our department and all of the inner workings. And having that foundation is really important before setting out a plan and determining where exactly we go from here. And of course, a big piece of that as well is, you know, understanding what roles and responsibilities and what team members we have today and where there might be holes on our team and how to to fill that in. And then from there, you know, of course, communicating that out to our board and our leadership team and keeping them in the loop on on where I see the, the future of this department going. And also, you know, working with the other administrative functions across the firm, including accounting, NIS, I think it's, it cannot be overstated how important it is that our relationships with all of those various departments are just as strong as our relationships with other areas of the firm, because so much of those, those things overlap. You know, you look at something like a, an experience database that, that involves everyone across the firm. And so I think it's really important that our relationships are strong and that we all understand each other's goals and roles and implementing those projects. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I've talked to a few CMOs about the onboarding process, and it feels like a lot of it certainly has to do with a listening tour and interviewing all of the key people at the firm. But it just seems to me like there should be a, a general handbook out there. You know, make sure that you interview the partners, make sure you interview the various team members, make sure you interview the heads of other departments, make sure you interview all of the vendors, go through the checklist to assess each of the functions at the firm within business development, like experience management and business intelligence, and what is the firm doing for PR and what is the firm doing for CRM. And, you know, I mean, there's just uh, a lot that you have to go through. And it seems to me that taking a structured approach like the one you just described is the best way to move forward through that, but that there really isn't kind of a best practice. It's really up to the individual to kind of figure that out. I'm also interested to know what principles you find to be most important during the six months of onboarding. I mean, there's the logistical piece that I just referenced, but I think there's also just kind of a headspace you've got to find yourself in in order to be patient through all of that and and make sure that you know you're you're capturing the right information, you're setting the right expectations. I mean, what have you found to be the case? Well, I think you know, given the the emphasis on the listening tour, it comes as no surprise that my biggest 
focus is on relationships and always has been. I'm a true believer in getting to know people as individuals and whether or not that's, you know, a team member who's reporting up to me or an attorney that we are servicing or even a client or prospective client. I spend a lot of time getting to know everyone, what drives them, what experience they bring to the table, uh, what are they seeing in their practice if, if you're talking to an attorney or perspectives they can offer and keeping up with those relationships. It's not a one-time conversation. So always revisiting those and checking in with people, following up communication too. I've, I've done a number of things in my first few months soliciting input from attorneys, whether or not that's on a new ad campaign and communicating back out to them on, here's what I heard from you and them knowing that they can always come to me, whether or not that's a new idea that they have or a challenge they're facing and that that's something that our department as a whole um, is open to as well. So I, I would say relationships are certainly key. Um, and then of course, listening. I think you mentioned that too, to, to not jump to conclusions pretty quickly, to really sit back and absorb some of the things that are, are going on and knowing that there are, you know, a variety of different perspectives and a number of different paths that we could take. But ultimately, you know, I, I have to determine a lot of times our course of action. And then, you know, I think making timely decisions too, not sitting back on things too long. Business development departments are, are very often tasked with quick turnaround times. And I think it's important though that our department is seen as a team of people that can, can act smartly and provide the strategic advice that our attorneys need in, in pretty complex situations. So it sounds like the three key principles here are relationship building, listening for the need, but then also being responsive to that need and setting the expectation early on that that's what they will be able to expect from their business development officer and from the team that she leads. So that's the first six months. Where do you plan to go from here? You know, as I've done my investigating and listening tour and, you know, of course, having three years of perspective on where I see opportunity for us as a firm and, you know, not only looking inside and doing interviews inside the firm, but going outside and seeing what's happening on a competitive landscape and where I feel like we are uniquely positioned, but also being responsive to, you know, some of the things that are happening in the legal industry and also some of the challenges that our clients face. And so with all of that, our plan is very focused on internal and external efforts. I think sometimes, you know, we've traditionally looked at things from this is business development and this is marketing, but a lot of those things sort of blend together. And I always think that the the external piece is, of course, kind of the, the shiny piece that we always go towards. And it, that is very important. But internal, I would say, is just as important, if not sometimes more important. And when I talk about internal, I look at it in a, a couple different ways. One is is really just within our business development department and our team, how we can improve the service that we deliver to the attorneys, the service that we deliver to our clients and prospective clients, you know, how we work efficiently and how we work well together. And so have been really focused on team building exercises, uh, having more frequent team meetings and really building a, a positive culture here in our department. And that's, that's hard work because it's not tactical and it's something that you have to do consistently. It's not a three-month-long project and then it ends. It's something that we are always looking to improve and figure out better ways for us to work together. Um, so that, that's a, a key priority and something that we've really been focused on in our department. And then part of that as well, as I mentioned earlier, looking at our org chart and roles and responsibilities and where we need to make hires. And so pretty focused on making a couple additional hires for our department. And then also just constantly looking at how we can streamline our processes and improve things and better support one another. So that's on the team side internally. And then firm-wide, looking at how we can improve communication and how we can connect dots. So as we, for instance, onboard 
new partners, how we can improve the lateral integration process, sit down with attorneys and do their business development planning and help introduce them to other partners across the firm and get to know everyone's practice areas. But that's not only applicable to lateral hires. I would say that that's always a conversation that we're having with attorneys is to help them get to know each other. And so that's in the form of, you know, one-on-one conversations. It's having an internal newsletter where there are profiles on individual attorneys, stories on client wins, new business development. But I think it's, given my communications background, I know that it takes communicating things several times before people hear it. And so that's in the form of our internal newsletter. It's in the form of presenting at practice group meetings or department level meetings or even partnership meetings and helping people understand what everyone's doing and where we're seeing strong wins across the firm and think if we are able to get the message right inside and help people better understand our story, that then that bleeds into the external piece of it. So on the external piece, I think that that includes anything from your website and the message that's delivered there and the design of the website to our advertising and being much more proactive. Uh, I think we have a real opportunity to to better deliver our story outside of the firm, help people understand what it is, the the value that we bring. And then also, you know, on the external pieces, our industry team initiatives are very externally driven and around our healthcare, financial services, retail and hospitality and manufacturing teams. That's just a glimpse into how we sort of view our strategy on the business development side in terms of internal and external. I like the way that you're segmenting it so that you really have a clear focus on the health of the firm, but also the pipeline for the firm. I mean, I I liken it a little bit to the metaphor of the human body, right? There's the exercise that you're doing to maintain, but you also, also have to think about what kind of food are you eating? And if either one of those break down, then you have a less than optimal healthy system running. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'm going to just sort of throw a little bit of a curveball at you here. Is there anything that you might share by way of advice? You know, you're, you're in the trenches right now. So your direct experience is absolutely relevant. What might you say to somebody else who had some questions about how to onboard effectively? There are a couple of things. One, I would say that it's important to understand the culture and the partnership and what the firm values as a whole and to to constantly have a line of communication with the decision makers in the firm. And that includes, you know, the board and the management team for sure. I'm constantly checking in to make sure that the path that I'm taking is in alignment with what they have in mind. And then secondly, I would say, I think think we all know that typically folks in a, a business development or marketing role are, are doers and pleasers. And so I think that it is tempting to want to execute pretty quickly, but there it's, it's a slow burn and it's a long process. And it's, it's very similar to as we coach attorneys on the business development process. Sometimes you may not see quick wins. It's a, it's a long-term game. And so I think that that's important to keep in mind as someone who leads a business development and or a marketing team at a law firm. I like the way you couch that, a slow burn and a long process. I think that uh, our listeners can certainly appreciate that. Well, Morgan, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your busy onboarding schedule and uh, sharing some thoughts with us. Once again, this is David Ackert from the Market Leaders Podcast, and we've been hearing from Morgan Ribeiro, the Chief Business Development Officer at Waller. Morgan, thanks again. Thank you.